Rice Dynasty. Welcome back. It's year six. This all began many years ago with a draft in which two running backs were taken first. And here we are, six years later, recapping a draft in which two running backs were taken first. We have learned no lessons in these (laughs) six years. We have all learned nothing. And yet here we are still drafting these useless running backs that will inevitably burn out after three years welcome in i'm michael carey joined by john george the fourth unfortunately nick palermo will not be with us this evening but yes people are gonna be crying people are gonna be mad people are already closing this podcast if you've made it even (laughs) this far now that you know nick's not here thanks for being here Um, thanks so much for listening yeah, thank you. Uh, you're the real ones. If you don't listen just for Nick, you're a real one. Um, it was a massive, massive success. But, John, we, we had a draft. A draft happened, and uh, we're on the other side now. That usually means it's real. We're, uh, we're getting close to the start of the season. Yeah, I, I cannot believe it. We're a week away. In a week, I'll, I'll be setting my alarm in Italy for uh, 3 a.m. so I can wake up and watch the Lions play the Chiefs. Wow. I will be doing that. I need to do. I need to watch the Lions, baby. Needs you, to happen. You can't miss the first game of the year, Lions Chiefs. Yeah, I cannot miss it. I can't. I, I'm sure it's going to be 2 a.m. I'm going to be exhausted, and the Lions are uh, going to lose, and I'm going to be sad. But what it's okay. What if they win though? What if they that win though? It's 6 a.m. and you're just going crazy, <laughs> and you're the only one awake. And you're yep. just like, guys, wake up! The Lions w- are going to win the Super Bowl! Won't be able to fall back asleep. Uh, <laughs> my day will have started already. No sleep. I think you're going to yeah. be awake for days at that point. Yeah, I will be. I'll be revved up. Um, I'll be, I'm going to be upset because I'm definitely going to be at dinner during the 1 o'clock games on Sunday, which... Sad. I want to mm. watch that red zone, but... You're gonna I mean, miss I'm going to Italy. I can't, I can't complain. I can't complain about... Uh, about missing football when i'm going to freaking italy so oh man poor john he's going to <laughs> italy doesn't get Ooh. to watch football just gonna complain the whole time <laughs> to my to everyone who's there god if only god. i was home at my on my couch watching football right now god i miss america <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks this is fake football what are you guys even watching there's no pads <laughs> there's no hitting <laughs> where are the field uh, goal posts come on you idiots come on all right, you do make a. I, I like your lead off of this podcast, though, Michael, because I was thinking. I mean, I don't. I never had the number one pick in this draft, but I was racking my brain like a month ago about if I had it, would I take Smith and Jigba? Because the number running, one pick. Yeah, because running backs have just proven to be god awful. I was just going through all our previous drafts, and all the best picks were wide receivers. All the like winning picks were mm-hmm. wide receivers, so I was like, "There's not a single running back on here that I'm like, oh my god, what a steal, or oh my god, pick of the draft." I, I, every single one has been disappointing, and now even Jonathan Taylor is uh, getting scarily disappointing, which is crazy. Um, yeah, this is a it's a weird time for running backs. I'm questioning my whole fantasy knowledge about them. I feel like we used to be in an era where running backs were all just workhorses. And you'd be picking guys like Adrian Peterson and Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey. And now we're at this point where that's kind of the last generation of the workhorse until Bijan Robinson came into the draft. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Bijan, one, one workhorse. This guy's I mean, a workhorse. Were... This guy's unstoppable. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the guy forever in yes. Atlanta. That's what I've heard. That, that's what they said forever. Lifetime contract at running back. <laughs> Lifetime this guy's going to be in his 50s still getting handoffs. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's going to be wild. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's still going to be on my team. Um, okay, we're going to recap the draft. Um, we're going to kind of go go down the line. The thing that's so hard about this draft is it's really hard to determine who picked whom because 
Nobody had their picks besides nope. Nick. <laughs> whole, fir- whole first round of different picks. Except for Nick. Pretty sick. Good for Nick. Um, so, yeah, we can kind of break down who we thought had the best drafts. Um, just who were the values, who were the reaches, and go from there. Um, I guess I can start. I feel like this went pretty pretty textbook um, until about pick eight, where Marvin went, Mims went off the board. Um, Dalton Kincaid, I think, was the steal for Charlie in the second round. I thought that was a really nice pick. Um, I liked Nick being able to get Kendra Miller. thought that was a really good pick. And um, then I, I liked my pick of Luke Musgrave in the third round. I thought that was pretty solid. I think he's going to be pretty good. And then, John, I loved your Sean Tucker pick. I was pissed. I really wanted Sean Tucker in the fourth round to follow to me. Um, so I thought, I, mean, that was a, I thought that was a great pick. Yeah, I mean, I, when I read undrafted free agent looking good – my James Robinson sensors start tangling. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I immediately marked down Sean Tucker as someone I wanted to pick. Um, and I was considering it at 310, and then I was like, Alex, there's no way Alex knows about Sean Tucker. I'll, I'll wait he till my not. next pick. Yeah. <laughs> and he did not. So um, I, will, I was also debating waiting till 410, but I was like, nah, people in our league are too smart. They know about Tucker. Mm-hmm. So It's true. Yeah. I would have taken him. Had he been there at four four, I was going to take him. Um, R- John, who RB2. do you think were some of the some of the reaches in this draft? Um, well, I talked to you right before this. I don't like my draft that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily have reaches, but I like I just traded away. <laughs> so I traded away Dalvin Cook to get um, a chain, and I traded away Mike Evans to get Jonathan Mingo. And the Mike Evans trade, I think, is a. Uh, We'll see how how it plays out, but I think it's on paper bad for me. <laughs> Just really bad. Immediately, I mean, even Mike, Mike Evans is worth more than Cook on most of like the websites you look at. Yeah. Like, how did I? How was I? I was two drinks into like my neighbor's five year anniversary party. Came over to the draft, and I became very trigger happy. You um, were very trigger happy. Yeah, clearly. I was like, okay, now's the time to get rid of all these players. But And I was telling Michael, I was just thinking about I was thinking about uh, the picks more than the players I was going to get at the picks, mm-hmm. which was a bad freaking move. I think Cook, on paper, Cook for a first. I love that. You tell me about that a week ago, I'm like, hell yeah, I, I got a first for Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I look at who was left on the board when I had to pick <laughs> at Chris's pick. I was like, Okay, now what the fuck do I do? Because yeah. I don't, none of these people um, are like da- are Dalvin Cook level players, and I'm like, God damn it! So I take a chain because I like him a little better than Miller, and that's all I got. So yeah, um, I this was a weird draft class. I feel like the first six picks, if you really want to throw Charbonnet in there, I don't. I think he's kind of in him. He's in this like very questionable tier. Um, he could even you kind of look at him almost like an AJ Dillon, where like mm-hmm. he's just slated as a backup. Comes into the league, he's a backup. That is what he is. Um, but I think the first six picks were pretty clear. Then from there, there's just not like in other years where there's like a small fall off. I think there's like a massive fall off. Um, who knows yeah. what's going to happen with these quarterbacks? I actually like guys in the third round better than I like guys in the second round, which is really weird. Or end of the second, I guess. Like I liked um, Tajay Spears, that pick by Tom. I thought was yeah, really I like good. That's a good pick. Yeah, I like Tank Bigsby. I like Roshan I like Johnson. Roshan. Yeah, I like Roshan too. Yeah, it's just weird. I like. I almost like these guys better than some of the guys taken before them. Um, I like Chase Brown too. I think he's a nice player. He's a good get for Anthony. Like he's of course going to take over for Joe Mixon halfway through the year. It's just going to be this steal that Anthony gets because he does that every year. Um, and I actually liked your pick of Cedric Tillman, too. I like Cedric Tillman. You don't know for yeah. sure. Like, how good is Amari Cooper going to be? Like, yeah, exactly. He's old. Who else is going to catch passes there? Yeah, exactly. They got Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is good. But um, besides that, no one, I think. Yeah. So, overall... Um, 
I thought there were good moves made. The draft was definitely had some ebbs and flows to it. There were some good picks, some not so great picks. But you, uh, you're all in on the tank now, John. Yep, fully all in on the tank. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I have no. My starting lineup has a chain in it. It's over. Yeah, that's a little tough, but <laughs> it's good for me who plays you week one. So I think we well, should get you. into the power rankings now, the first power rankings of season six. John, why don't you get us going? Number 10, your defending champion, me. <laughs> <laughs> I have fully taken the uh, rebuild pill, and it's clear as my lineup sucks, but... <laughs> especially for week one. Um, yeah, I mean, I got a good quarterback, a good tight end, and after that, um, I'm starting CEH, starting Rondell Moore, <laughs> starting oh, Nate Shane. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, – it's going to be a rough year for, for your boy. My um, my The record books are, are going to go downhill for me, which is kind of the saddest part of this, but – I'm just trying all in rebuild for next year is is what's happening. I want to win next year. And uh that's what I'm going to try to do. So we'll see uh see what I'm able to do at this point. I traded away all my good pieces. Um and I'm just hoping that the that I made a good choice and they all end up being old and bad this year. So Well, please. you might be right. Um yeah, I was going to try to somehow twist this so you weren't 10 john you're 10 it's yeah. just there's no way about it like i'm 10 a chain like starting ceh is really tough um yeah i'm sorry you're, you're 10 at this point yeah maybe i should put like gus edwards in is is dobbins gonna start i i think dobbins is gonna start <laughs> shit <laughs> okay number nine who do you have here? I'm curious. I think it's close. I uh, I put Charlie here. Okay. Um Yeah, I I think Charlie's uh I mean, he's projected to get a decent amount of points from from sleeper at least over over some of these teams. Uh but I I'm not a big uh I'm not a big fan of of Charlie's team. He's got the double Buccaneers stack now that I gave him Mike Evans. Um, which uh, was an interesting choice from him. <laughs> Not sure how well Jamal Williams is going to do this year in New Orleans. Um, and those are my big question marks. And like you, you mentioned, Amari Cooper last or earlier as well. So, yeah, I got some uh, big question marks for Charlie. So I got him at number nine. I agree, it is close though. I think there are big question marks for Charlie. I think there are bigger question marks for Quinn's floppy dong, unfortunately. Um, this starting lineup is really tough. I mean, Deuce Vaughn is currently starting. Like, that's worse than A-Chain. <laughs> Deuce Vaughn might not even make the Cowboys. It's it's really rough. Um, I just don't think this team is going to win even, like, four games this year. It's 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 terrible. This team is – this will rival yours. Your game against Quinn will be a clash of – I can't say Titans. Um <laughs> Like two children, like crawling towards each other in like an arena, that will be your teams playing each other. Yeah, it Quinn's my eight. Um, yeah, me and Quinn are in a are in a sad rebuilding phase. It's a little sadder for Quinn because I I at least won a championship and now I'm rebuilding. You won but two Quinn, championships. Yes, but now Quinn Quinn uh, Quinn's all ins did not work out as well, and now he's got to rebuild, and he's like kind of halfway there he's got like he i'm he's got actual like really valuable pieces specifically uh jalen waddle i believe mm-hmm. is uh very nice for him i don't have that i don't have like a nice like younger presence that is already proven wish i did um so quinn quinn's in a little bit of a different spot with his rebuild but yeah i agree this lineup is is looking pretty bad and i think he knows he knows it it's, it's a rebuild year for Quinn as well. Big rebuild year for Quinn. Um, Charlie's my eight. I think the team does have more in the starting lineup than Quinn's does at this point. Um, he's, yeah, like you kind of mentioned, he's got that Bucks stack. Like, I feel like one of those guys is going to find the end zone. 
This guy has nothing on his bench. And I when I say nothing, I mean like Michael Gallup's the best guy coming off the bench at this point. That's not great. Um, he still has Kenyon Drake on his team. That's that's pretty rough. Um, but starting lineup-wise, <laughs> Jesus, this guy's got two Buccaneers, and he's got two Browns in his starting lineup. <laughs> that's, that's something those, you just really don't want to see. That, those, are the, those aren't the offenses you're you're investing in, Michael? In every, <laughs> every redraft league, I'm like, oh, there's a Buck on the board? I got to take him. I got to get the Buccaneers, yeah. <laughs> the oh, there's Browns? a Brown? There's a Browns player? Give oh, me that. I need a, I need a Brown. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's really tough, um, but slightly better of a starting lineup than Quinn at this point, so I think I have to give the eight edge to Charlie, and now I think things get a little bit tougher. Leave it seven. Uh, for now, I put Alex at seven. Okay. For for now, um, once again, like we like we've been saying last year, I think Alex has got some very young players in his starting lineup that. Uh, I think, you know, this is second year for London, second year for Olave. I'm excited for, excited for both of their futures. Do I, do I think they're, that they're going to pop off week one? I don't know yet. I, I think they're both question marks. I don't know how consistent both of them are going to be. Um, Ramadre Stevenson with Zeke in town now. That's a big question mark. Uh, Joseph Mixon um, being a I don't know. I, is he a felon or something? I I can't remember. All that <laughs> he got news, cleared. <laughs> all those news. All that news sounded pretty bad. Um, he should be good week one, I think. But yeah, as far as week one power rankings go, I mean Fryermuth as well. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of lot of question marks that I think will pay off for Alex in the long run. But for week one, not sure if they're the top dogs quite yet. So I got him at seven. I would agree. Um, Alex has a few holes in this lineup. The starting lineup isn't bad at all. Um, he does have a little bit of depth because Moster is going to be the guy. Jeff Wilson going on IR. I'm sorry, Devon A-Chain is going to be the guy. I misspoke. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. So I think he's got a little bit of help in that regard. Um, and he, he has some guys on the bench that have some upside at receiver, specifically in Michael Pittman, um, and a little bit with John Mechie, because who knows who's going to start in Houston. So I, I think Alex's team has potential to be a playoff team. Uh, I don't know how much further it can go from there. So right now, seven, uh, I think is pretty accurate. And then then it even it still stays tricky but i think there's a clear tier break and you have to put nick here at six would you agree john yep also nick at six yeah and um this is a team that's much improved from a year ago um tremendously improved uh jameer gibbs and etn is starting running backs pretty good aaron jones alexander madison at flex very good um quentin johnson as a second wide out is a little questionable at this point um, this is a guy that has young talent. Um, he believes in Odell Beckham Jr. That's a choice. Um, but this is a team that does have talent. Uh, I think has a lot of upside, especially if you look at the young guys on his bench. He's got like all these backup running backs that if you watch any of these like fantasy videos that are like, oh, well, who's the late round sleeper who could take a starting job? Like everyone saying like Jalen Warren and Tank Bigsby and Kendra Miller. Like these are good insurance policies to have if you're Nick. So got to be happy with that. And um, yeah, I think this team has some upside. I really do. I think Nick at six, he's um, he's very much in the playoff hunt this year. Yeah. Exciting. Nick, Nick could make the playoffs. I'm with you. I'm with you at six. It's yeah. I've just questioned. Uh, unfortunately, you got to start Johnston this week, I think, but yeah, besides that, I think uh, you're set up for a good year. Nice, nice get of Madison and Jones to this starting lineup as well. Yeah, Nick's Nick's looking good for this year. He'll definitely push for the playoffs, and that's he's in a playoff spot right now in our power rankings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John, who's your five? This is tough here. Yeah. Oh boy. I think I think uh, I'm sticking with my Jack Reith that I wrote down here. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jack Reith. Um, yeah, all these t- top five, all all pretty good starting lineups. I think top two are are my real standouts. But 
Yeah, I'm going to go Jack for now. I think he he has just more question marks, especially in those flex in the flex spots. I think Pacheco, great pick last year. Kansas City, don't know what they're going to do with that backfield every year, every week. It's Clyde's backfield. Yeah, it's Clyde's. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then DJ Moore, not sure what he's going to be like in Chicago. Obviously, um, didn't have the best time in Carolina, most consistent time in Carolina. Uh, Had a nice and, preseason, though. Yeah, he did have a nice preseason, and I, I do believe he will be better. Um, but I think there's still a question mark over his head, as well as Miles Sanders over in Carolina, uh, who will have a rookie quarterback as a starting quarterback for a while. That might mean he gets more carries, but it might mean the defense is only focused on him. Who knows? Uh, besides that, I think he's got uh, some pretty good players here. Tony Pollard um, should be back to uh, dominate in the Dallas Cowboys' backfield this this year so obviously you got kelsey that gives you any chance to to win because uh, you're just gonna win the tight end matchup every week every week so still a good team here but I, i'll put them at five just think the four ahead are a little stronger starting lineup wise i think it's really close between um jack and my five uh i'm gonna talk about my five right now and that's tom uh i think right now tom is five. This is definitely a team that has championship potential. Uh, he's had a few breaks just not go his way. Um, the Dalvin Cook signing is not great for Brees Hall's upside for this year. Um, I think this team still has a ton of upside. Like Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to have a really good year. Um, Kenneth Walker is still going to have a good year. I just need to see it out of this team first. Like, I don't know what Joe Burrow looks like health wise. Um, like, I don't know what Brees Hall looks like health-wise. Like, I think Brees Hall is one of the keys to this team to have the upside to be able to get to that championship. Um, and I know a lot – I'm pretty confident in Kenneth Walker being able to be still an RB1, even with Zach Charbonnet showing up. Um, like, I compared it to the Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon situation. Like, I still think Kenneth Walker is the lightning to Zach Charbonnet's thunder. Like, he's still Kenneth Walker. Like – He's canine. He's he's amazing. Um, so right now, I still think this team is a little bit below Jack's. It's really tight. I, I liked Jack's team, and I think once, especially when um, Jonathan Taylor comes back, because I do think he's going to play this year at some point. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I was just looking at week one, but with, when Jonathan Taylor comes back, uh, Jack's lineup's going to be looking a lot more complete and better. Um, but I think I think they're both they're close because they're both in the same situation. I have Tom at four, where I, I think they will both be better at the end of the year. I think Brees should be and possibly could be like a playoff, just a playoff run waiting to happen for Tom. I think mm-hmm. Brees, Hall, Brees Hall should be really good at the end of the season. Uh, and yeah, I think there are a lot of question marks week one as well. Will Cam Akers keep it up? Uh, all that stuff for Tom. I'm a little more confident. I also think Kenneth Walker is the opposite of a question mark for week one. I think he will be mostly featured with Charbonnet. That's that's going to be his first game uh, first game ever. So I think think Kenneth should take the lead there. And Tom should have a nice week one. I like his lineup a little bit better right now. But it's going to be it's going to be close. I think uh, any of this top five has a has a championship lineup here. So yeah, I I agree. Um, you touched on jack's team travis kelsey is just such an upside for jack's team like he's just such an advantage it's incredible there um i guess the only other things you didn't mention james cook has some upside this year oh yeah i like james cook as kind of leading that buffalo backfield maybe a buffalo running back finally takes a step and can emerge as like an rb1 i think it's unlikely but i think it's possible and I think Debo could have a really good year. Like, everyone hates on Debo. I still have love for that guy. He was on my team. Um, <laughs> when he plays, he's phenomenal. He just doesn't play that much because he always gets hurt. So we'll see what happens with Debo. I think there's still a considerable amount of upside for him, which is why Jack has the slight edge for me um, yeah. into that four spot. Now Debo. we get to the top three. Debo was drafted, by the way, by I-69 Birds. Back, he was drafted the 206 in our first rookie draft ever. Wow, the bird this, lovers. The bird lovers are here. Um, <laughs> that, that, sorry, that's your annual bird lovers reference on this podcast. 
take yeah, a shot. Always, always got to mention them. Take a shot every time we mention the bird lovers. <laughs> um, John, um, who's who's three? I don't know if I can be unbiased here. Um, my three is is Anthony. Wow. So I guess I'm biased towards my pod fellow podcast host as well, maybe. Um, okay. No, I okay at the top three. These are some championship freaking rosters here my friend these are these are the three anthony not so much chris did this a while ago but you absolutely went all in this year chris has been baby chris chris and anthony have been all in this entire freaking league because they just picked the best possible dynasty players ever and just rode with them this whole time so they both they both got these people Uh, and anthony yeah he should have another fantastic year I mean, he's still got – this is just the same old crew, man. This is the same old crew he's been rocking with and should continue to rock with. And you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the draft, I think he probably has some sneaky good draft picks like he always does. Like he picked Elijah Mitchell, Damian Pierce last year, and they're freaking great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's got sneaky picks again this year. Mims could be sneaky good. Seems like Judy's injury is not as bad as we thought, so maybe not. But – um. Yeah, he's still got, he's still got a freaking good team here, and um, honestly, I think his my one of my predictions is I think Anthony's uh, tight end problem won't be a problem this year. Um, I, I think one of either Pitts or Chig will be consistent enough for him to to uh, roll with one of them for the whole year. Ooh, this is John busting out his um, his prediction of, early. Right, that counts. That counts as one of my hot takes. All right? That's one of your hot takes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we have to do hot takes today. Um, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to put this... I'm going to put myself at three right now. I have question marks. I, I think Cooper Cup getting hurt is the big reason where I think I have to put myself at three currently. Cooper Cup's healthy. I think I'm two, maybe if one. Um, but Cooper Cup is such a big piece in this team, and he's never really healthy. So... At this point, like my starting lineup is very good. Um, my depth is not bad either. Uh, I just need wide receivers to be able to step up. I need a guy like a Christian Watson or a Mike Williams to be able to step up and be kind of the dude if Cooper Cup is to go down. Um, like it looks like he might be out for a few weeks. So we will see. I think right now this team just doesn't have the stability um, health-wise that Anthony's has. So for that reason, I've got myself at three and Anthony at two. Um, go for it if you want to talk about Anthony. Oh, sure. Yeah, Anthony, this team, like you said, I mean, the crew's all back. Everybody's all back from the championship team a few years ago um, to still having Patrick Mahomes. I think Najee's going to have a good year, not like a not like a crazy year because it's his upside is a little capped. Um, I think Amon Ross St. Brown could catch literally 150 passes. The guy's that good. Dude. And I think the Detroit office is going to be good. I want so, him to be, I want him in every league. I just want him. Just give me Amon Ra. Amon Ra is such a dog. Uh, big fan of him. Um, I don't know what Kyle Pitts is going to be. I really don't know. I, I can't count on Atlanta to suddenly have this potent, like passing attack with Desmond Ritter. Like yeah. we don't know what Desmond Ritter's going to be. Like I trust their coach. In fact, I really like their system and I like the people that um they've brought in. Like I like all their skill position players. I just don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. So I'm not ready to make that declaration about Kyle Pitts. Um Damian Pierce with a rookie quarterback does scare me a little bit too. Just those offenses tend to stall early. Um, but maybe by the end they'll be a little bit better. I mean, they don't have anything to play for is the thing with the Texans. Like, what I mean by that is like Arizona is trying to lose. Houston's basically like, we're, we're going to try to win. I mean, we don't have a first-round pick. We might as well try to win. So hopefully they don't like just put training wheels on C.J. Stroud and just kind of let him go. So for that reason, Anthony, uh, this team, no, nobody wants to play Anthony. Everybody knows that. Yeah, no. Um, great owner in this league. Um, Very well managed team. Yep. And uh, yeah, my number two is you. You mentioned your team. I, de- I definitely think. I mean, you inherited. Um, you inherited a lot of my players and a lot of Quinn's players. Uh, you sort of like helped us with our rebuilds a little bit. Um, 
And because of that, you definitely have some question marks that both me and Quinn's teams had last year, which yeah. was a lot of these people are old and um, one injury could mean uh, they die or something. Uh, so you're that team this year, <laughs> Michael. You're taking on all that responsibility. Luckily, like I, I think you got some depth here where I, I definitely could see some people on your bench uh, being worth putting in eventually. So I don't think um, I don't think it'd be too big of a deal if one or two of these guys goes down. Um, I'm not a big fan of Darren Waller this year. I know the jury's out. Some people are. Some people aren't. I'm on the not side. I don't know if it's because I used to have him. I have him in our other league, in our HeadGum Dynasty League. So uh, I, I do have him in some places. This isn't a uh, bias because I traded him away. I just uh, I'm a bit worried about Waller this year, but you know I, I'm really not. I, I think who's going to catch passes from Daniel Jones? No one. <laughs> that's Darren my, Waller. <laughs> that's my prediction. Is no one will be catching. No one will catch any passes. Yeah. He's just not throwing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who did anyone – was anyone worth having in fantasy in the receiving core for the Giants last year? Not really, but Darren Waller will be. Yeah, I think he's probably one of the best weapons Daniel Jones has had receiving-wise in a while. Yeah. So. I know. I'm not worried about him. I really think he'll be, he'll be just fine. Um, I just think he's going to get hyper-targeted. So, yeah, we'll see. Possible. I hope so for my other league. I would love to. Yes, you and me both, because um, mm-hmm. I'm all in. It's it's time to go for that title. I got to make the title game this year. If I, I don't make the title game, it's it's a bust. I like it's that you went all in. Bust. I will say I like that you went all in because we're going through these teams. We're not mentioning the big elephant in the room here, which is there are a couple teams here that can reset the freaking league this year, guys. Right. A couple I mean, the, the the two teams we just talked about Anthony and Tom. Those are two teams that if they win. Forget all these players. You have to say goodbye to them. We're moving on. So I like that you went all in, Michael, because that means, like, if you didn't go all in, we might have Tom, Anthony, Chris as our top three, and two of those top three right there. Can reset the league. Can reset the league. So I like that yeah. you're up here. Well, my mentality going in this offseason was essentially if you hold out with these picks and you just try to take youth and then you – you're just like playing the waiting game. You're just waiting for somebody else to reset it at this point. So you might as well just try to be the per- go get a championship before somebody resets it. Even if I win a championship this year and then Anthony resets it this year or next year or Tom resets it next year, that's a success. Like exactly. I got my championship. Yep. Winning one Better championship than- in this in this is it's good enough. You need a championship, guys. Absolutely. Speaking to the team that has all the championships. He's never lost a game. Our number one, Brentopolis. Can't believe it. Can't believe he reset the league six times by winning yeah. every year. And he still has this amazing team somehow in the draft. He dra- yeah, he um, drafts this team every year. It's crazy. Same players. We let him get. We let him fall to him every year. Guys, how are we letting this guy get Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown and Ceedee Lamb? And Mark Andrews every year. <clears throat> Crazy. I, I cannot believe we just forget to draft him. It's like we forget they exist. And he's like, oh, it's the eighth round? Sure, I'll take Josh Jacobs. <laughs> and we're like, oh, how did we forget about him? How did we forget about him? He was the RB1 last year. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I still can't believe Chris has never lost a game. Yeah, we're like running out of bits to do for when we have to rank Chris number one. We just, we're really running. Yeah, it's long. We've had to do it for like so long. I mean, yeah. Chris, just a Year sad, after year. Just a real sad end to his season last year. Obviously, he's the number one and uh, probably should have won last year. And I, I ended up uh, beating him because Mike Evans randomly popped off. So sorry, Chris. I guess. for you. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend. Charlie's I collecting still think all Chris the wasn't emotionally over the loss to me. No, Chris had a rough emotionally uh, emotional <laughs> year last year where he just couldn't beat Michael, who was tanking, <laughs> and then lost to me in the championship game. I mean, he just had – that must have been a rough – I mean, it's been a rough year every year for Chris because he comes in <laughs> with the best team and he never wins. He never wins. Uh, it's yeah, a legend. It's rough. And, uh, yeah – um, which brings me to my first hot take. 
Go for it. This is the year that Chris Brenton gets it right. Such a hot take. Holy sh there's no way. This is my hot take. (laughs) This is the year that Chris gets it right. And he wins it. That's the the hottest take I've ever heard. He 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 melts under pressure. Um yeah. This is the year. I definitely could see it. Like I saw it, could see it last year. I could see it the year before, but it's just not happened. And then here's my other hot take. This team who finished last last year will end up in the semifinals. Nick. Wow. Nick in the semifinals. Nick will finish in the top four this year of the league. He will That's... upset somebody in the first round. It's probably going to be me. Let's be honest. <laughs> Derek Henry is going to sit because the Titans are like out of playoff contention or some shit. <laughs> you uh, won a championship with Derek Henry on the bench. I did. <laughs> I, I freaking did. Think about that, Chris. Man, the, 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 the everything was in Chris's favor going into that week. I, I was saying GG already. I was like, no, Derek Henry. Might be a GG. Yeah, um, you would have thought. How about Chris's draft, huh? He went all quarterbacks this year. <laughs> That's how good this guy's team is. He just he memed us. He took all quarterbacks and then dropped one. <laughs> he didn't even try. <laughs> he literally did not even try. He traded for Dalvin Cook, which could end up having very good upside if if Dalvin's up to his usual stuff. Yeah, he didn't need my he didn't need the pick I he gave me so. No, he just decided to take quarterbacks. Yep. <laughs> okay. He's, he's playing with us. Here's my other hot take. Trevor Lawrence will finish as a top four fantasy quarterback this year. Wow. I agree with that hot take, all right? Oh, no, take. no, no. You got to make your own hot takes. But I think it's a good hot take. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um... The hottest. You know what we should do, John? What? Guess, give a give a hot take for who's going to be the quarterback one, wide receiver one, running back one, tight end one. But they have to be hot takes? They don't have to be hot takes. Just oh, give your okay. prediction. Just give your like, guess. Yeah, but don't be like, don't be bland. Don't be bland. Give a guess. Don't be bland, but don't be a hot take. This is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like uh, Tyreek Hill is going to be the wide receiver one this year. Oh, my God. What a take. Patrick take. Mahomes, the quarterback one. Thoughts? You know what? Um, Justin Fields, quarterback one. Oh, Justin Fields, quarterback one. Yep. I could see it. That's a hot, hot-ish take. <laughs> it's a hot-ish take. I could see it. It's a I lukewarm take. I don't think it's going to happen because there's too many other good quarterbacks above him but i think he could be top five this year okay okay oh he's top five last year so that's not a hot take at all but wait wait, really yes he was number four in our league in every league no (laughs) wait no no, what do you mean no no he was not one two yes he was five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelfth in our league what are you talking about last year Unless I'm looking at the wrong list. Season stats. Season stats, 2022 quarterbacks. He's 12th. Points per game. He's behind Daniel Jones somehow. Daniel Jones was 11th last year. What the fuck? What? I thought Justin Fields was like... Oh, he was quarterback 7. All right, I'm sorry. Pretty close. Yeah. But I don't even... I think that's in just general fantasy. In our league, he was 12. Okay. Well... I was close. Um, you know who's going to be on RB1 this year? James Conner. James Conner. <laughs> Not the RB1, but a RB1. No. <laughs> I thought that was the RB1. It's like, oh, wow, James Conner is RB1. <laughs> James Conner, RB1. Damn, Let's yeah, go. That, that is a hot take. Wow. That is a oh, real hot take. Oh, my gosh. The- all right, I'm watching this Minnesota-Nebraska game, and Minnesota just scored their first touchdown with two minutes to go wow. on a fourth and ten pass. Alex is at the game, by the way. 
Pats. So. Oh, wow. I think I see him on TV. He's the one in the gopher shirt. Yep, that's him. He has a gopher yeah. shirt. It's got to be him. Oh, my gosh. What a catch. Wow, that's wild. Football's back, baby. All right, the RB1, though. Patterson. James Conner. Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson. <laughs> Patterson's back. Uh, um, Bijan, huh? No, Bijan's going to get hurt. He's going to hurt his pinky finger, and they're going to Oh, he's, wow, he's too fragile. Take. We can't. We can't. We're, in a, we're not in a win-now year. We got to sit him. And we invested we, too much into this guy. We got to arrest him. <laughs> we got to arrest him, and then they're, they're going to end up dropping him. Um, <laughs> Drop him? <laughs> yeah, they're just not going to be able to get any value. It's going to be like a Trey Lance situation almost. Just gonna fucking a like lifelong it. pinky injury, <laughs> lifelong pinky, career-ending injury to his pinky. Um, yeah, my hot take is Trey Lance QB two on the Cowboys by the end of the year. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> he's gonna get. He's gonna be above Cooper Rush by the end of the year. He's QB three wow. right now, but uh, QB two when things are said and done. That's a hot take, John. Yeah. Why, why am I rostering this man? Who knows? Because <laughs> you traded for him. I got to keep I can't give up on him now. I literally dropped Tannehill. Everyone like immediately was like, <laughs> Chris was like, give me Tannehill. He's going to play this year. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm keeping Lance. I don't need this guy. <laughs> keep Trey Lance. No, we don't want Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. You want Trey Lance. I'll start Mac Jones when Josh Allen's sitting. I don't care. <laughs> You're going to start Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah, I'll start Trey Lance. <laughs> that's probably throwing everyone will immediately call me out for throwing oh man this guy almost missed the pat Um, embarrassing okay week one matchups okay let's start off with me versus you such a classic rivalry in this league big rivalry yeah and that's why it's going to be very close but i think (laughs) i think you end up winning in the end I mean, even with Cup hobbled, you know, you're ugh, still think you'll just squeeze one out. I think I'm going to pull it out like 81 to 76. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be going to be a defensive matchup. Miserable week for our offense as well. Yes, I'm going to be like eighth in the power rankings after this, it's but gonna, I think I'm yeah. going to squeeze out a win and it's, get my trophy back. It's going to suck when Swift just. Uh, triples Derrick Henry's score and you're gonna be like god why did I make that trade <laughs> Swift just goes off Swift just that's asks. running back one is DeAndre Swift yeah obviously I gotta I gotta get his value up so I can trade him right when he does well <laughs> yes you do <laughs> this is the DeAndre Swift propaganda show actually <laughs> god Swift is, we just go on every Swift week is we're just so like, good yeah the one saving grace in your team John Swift like he's DeAndre be so Swift, good. Dynasty RB1. It's going to be so good for you in the future. Like, God, you just got your guy to build around, John. <laughs> this is the cornerstone piece of your team. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, this one is interesting because currently Charlie is projected to beat Tom, but Tom hasn't set his lineup. So this is almost like a Mel Tucker, like, oh, who's the quarterback? Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll see who comes out there. Yeah. Who's Tom going to start? Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely confusing Charlie. He's probably yeah, so confused. Charlie is really confused right now. <laughs> Charlie, like, his game plan, he's like, ah, gosh, who do I prepare for? Like, is it going to be Kenneth Walker? Is it going to be, you know, Cole Komet? Could be, is it going to be, be Rashad Penny? Boutte? Put in Rashad Penny. Is it going to be Rashad Penny? No, no, Swift is too good. Yeah, Swift's too good. You can't put Swift's way too good for Rashad Penny to play. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to give Tom a slight edge, and uh, I'll pick Tom to pull off this matchup in a tight one. Uh, over Charlie in week one. Yeah, I'm also I'm also gonna go Tom in this week one matchup. Yeah, he's better than Charlie. Wow, this is hot take. in-depth analysis. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> All right, um, let's go to another boring matchup. Uh, we have AB's pool noodle against Quinn's floppy dong. I think without Jonathan Taylor. Um, Jack will still dominate this matchup, and I'll take Jack in week one to beat Quinn. Yeah, I still think, uh, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, Deuce Vaughn in, in the lineup for Quinn. Uh, hard to pick a team Hard to pick a team that has Deuce Vaughn in. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to pick Jack. 
We yeah, haven't even really tough. That's sad. The first three matchups, we haven't even gotten into like individual player matchups at all because <laughs> we're just like they're so lopsided. <laughs> yeah, the sleeper app did not did not give us a hype week one at all. Mm. They said no. Well, you know what? I disagree because I think there are two really good games here. One of them is Alex versus Anthony. The brother brothers rivalry. This is a brotherly rivalry, and um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think Anthony and Alex will be tighter than you think because you know who Patrick Mahomes has to play week one? The Detroit Lions. The Detroit Football Lions, and that's going to be tough. They're going to make it tough on Mahomes. So uh, for that regard, I'm going to – I'm still going to pick Anthony, but uh, I think it's going to be tight. <laughs> wow. thought you were going to go. Um, I forgot I have uh, matchup histories here. Alex has only won one game ever versus Anthony, by the way. Anthony, wow. Anthony dominates Alex 7-1 to one right now. My Oof. God. It's been a rough one. Um, the brother rivalries are fun. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think Anthony's got – I mean, like I mentioned the power rankings earlier, I just think Alex's team is – not going to perform insanely well week one. I think uh, I think they're gonna. It's going to rev up a little bit for him. Going to have to rev up a little bit. So, yeah, it's Anthony. Okay, now into what I consider to be the game of the week. Brentopolis goes up against Processing. Whew. And I'll tell you what, John. I don't like the way it's looking for Brentopolis. Wow. Why? You have Travis Etienne going against Indianapolis, who I don't even know if Indianapolis wants to play for Jim Mercy at this point. No. They hate this guy. They do. You have Jameer Gibbs going up against Kansas City. That's a nice little matchup for him. I'm expecting a high-scoring game. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Christian McCaffrey going up against Pittsburgh either. That's a tough defense, especially week one to get yeah. into. Um, this is this is not easy. And the this new- is not going to be an easy matchup for uh, for Chris here. And for that reason, I am going to pick processing wow. to get a week one victory. I told you this man's going to be in the semifinals. Holy. This man is going to make a statement. Processing is here. Process complete. Nick is Dang. here. It's time. This would be a statement win for Nick. To show the world that he's here this year. It would also be a statement because Nick has yet to beat Chris. He's I know that's what I'm saying. He's 0 and 6 versus Chris. He needs to he needs to get this win. And for that reason, we're going double Nick. I'm going with you. His players want it more. I think McCaffrey, you hear that news coming out about McCaffrey? They're like, oh, we're we're not giving him him as much carries. We're a little worried. I'm worried now for Chris. I'm worried for his safety. That's um, what he should be worried. Yeah, I'm I'm worried. Uh, A.J. Brown against New England? Bad matchup. You're done, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's over. Don't don't talk about the fact that Nick has Jalen Hurts Mm-mm. also against New England. <laughs> yeah, but Jalen Hurts, like, he'll throw to other people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know who the number one corner is for New England because I am not well researched. But I know he's good, and he's going to be covering AJ Brown the whole time. Very it's a rookie well. out of Oregon. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he's good. But he's really good. They took him. I think they took him number one overall. Right? If I'm, um, if I'm recalling, he correctly. was up there. He was up there. Okay, cool. He was around. So he was like approximately like number one overall. Approximately number one, yes, is in like in the first thirty-two picks. Okay, yeah, that's very so. Number one for New England, so for New England, yes. Okay, there we go. This guy's good. AJ Brown going down. Going AJ Brown going down. You heard it here. <laughs> um, you know we should do the we we didn't do the spread pick. Oh yeah, and I kind of like doing oh, the spread I picks. About the spread picks. Forgot about. I it. think that. That's fun. Um, I'm going to take you and the points, considering I'm currently laying, like, 50. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll take me and the points. I, th- I think I got some I got some sneaky good point getters in week one. I still have Josh Allen and George Kittle. Let's be honest here. I can score points. Yeah. You can score points. That's what I'm saying. And George Pickens. He'll, he'll make a good catch. 
Oh, jeez, you got half my old team. They're going to be out for revenge. Yeah, exactly. They're pissed at you. They are. They're furious. They're like, you didn't um, think you didn't think we were all in enough? Come on. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Uh, it was my fault. Uh, Alex, I think... Uh, yeah, I think this guy is ready. He's going to cover this spread here. He's laying 18. Um, I'm going with Alex to cover the spread. Mm, I take Anthony. I still think. I think Alex's uh, team will underperform week one, unfortunately. Ooh, bummer. Um, yeah. We don't know what Tom's lineup projection is going to be. Uh, so I don't know what that spread's going to look like, but I will nice. take Jack to cover the spread against Quinn. I don't think Deuce Vaughn will score a point, so that is a bummer. Um, yeah, I'll take Jack as well. Way to, way to ruin the podcast, Tom, by the way. This is your yeah, fault. Yeah, thanks, Tom. All you. And, uh, of course, I'm taking processing to cover and outright win yep. against Chris. We both got processing. He's Wow. He's going he's gonna to have to process that win. For sure. And Nick's, Chris is going to have to process that loss. Yeah, he's going to have to change his name to processing as well. Oh, my gosh. First he loses to a tanking team, then he loses the title, and now he loses to processing. It's going to be a rough time for Chris. A rough start to the year for Chris. Oh, man. It's back, guys. We're back. We're, we're one week away. Hell, yeah. John, anything uh, anything more to add to this podcast before you leave this country forever? Yeah, leaving America, leaving football behind. Um, yeah, nothing else to say. I won't be able to podcast for a little bit, which is a little sad. Uh, so we'll miss out on a week one summary for me, at least. I don't know if Michael will do anything. Michael, if you if you record anything, I can upload it remotely. Okay. So, you know, back, we'll bring Nick back by popular, uh, popular vote. Yeah. God, he's going to replace me. He might. Yeah. Might replace everyone. It might just be Nick. (laughs) In the whole league. He's just the best, the best owner. Why do we have all these owners? (laughs) Just, just have him own every team. Nick just does the podcast by himself now. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, all right, gang. Good luck in week one. Except for you, Chris. See ya. Bye.